Is your safety training old, stale, and hackneyed? Is your safety trainer still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Warning, the following broadcast contains adult language, adult content, frank safety discussions, and stories that might sound unbelievable. But believe me, every one of those stories is true. We didn't start the safety war, but we are going to fight to win it. For our families, for our communities, for our workplaces, and for our lives. This is Jim Polzel with Safety Wars. There has been a lot of talk lately about the U.S. Department of Transportation's proposed new ambitious plan with a goal zero of highway deaths. A lot of the plan is being financed with the recent controversial passage of the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. There is a lot to be happy with this act, and there's a lot of stuff to be very concerned with. I mentioned during the whole COVID ETS controversy, as emergency temporary standard, that the administration seemed to be taking a new approach with workers' safety. That is, making workers do things outside of work and the consequences also they're getting outside of work of not complying with company policy or the ETS aspects, namely weekly testing and vaccination. Let's talk about this zero goal thing or this goal zero, whatever we want to talk about it. We, we know from managing workplaces about the fallout of zero injuries, zero illnesses, and zero incident goals overwhelmingly, right? We know about this stuff. It leads to things being covered up, not acknowledged, insurance fraud, an antagonistic and adversarial relationship between management and the workforce to say the least. The zero goal philosophy is one of the overarching aspects of a lot of behavior-based safety programs. If you're a human and organizational performance practitioner, like we are here at Safety Wars and Safety FM, we work on systemic issues, incentives, and look at the worker as a solution to the problem and not as the actual problem. So how does this work? with the DOT policies as proposed as passed by Congress. The DOT is looking at long-term investments into making infrastructure safer. That's the real short answer. It's much longer than that, but that's a short answer. However, it also calls for greater enforcement of existing traffic laws, including, as reported in the media, speed cameras and other devices. Now, here are the questions. What will the public see? Think the public's going to see all these infrastructure stuff and notice it in the long term? No, probably not. What's going to be the main interaction with the public? What's the easiest, cheapest, and lowest hanging fruit? Because we know, as policy analysts, that low hanging fruit is what people go after first. Because it's cheap and it's easy, and it often, not all the time, but often leads to the greatest results. That is, in this case, traffic enforcement, especially through the use of cameras, either red light cameras or speed cameras. 
Over here in New York, New Jersey, where we reside, there are myriads of stories of speed cameras and their alleged abuse against motorists. I recall back in the early 2010s in New Jersey. Here's a quote from the uh, New Jersey DOT website. New Jersey does not have red light cameras. As my former associate, political associate, well, that I've done some work with, State Senator Mike Daugherty has said, there have, were abuses that occurred in the past with these lights, and this is according to an article in New Jersey, from New Jersey 101.5, and those abuses had to do with the timing of the lights. And you eventually led to them being outlawed in New Jersey, although they are present in other states. So what's the point here? In uh, New Jersey, what were they doing? They're screwing with the timing of the lights. So you're more likely to get a ticket because they shortened the uh, 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 timing of the yellow lights. So you think that you have two seconds and you're in the skills-based mode and you're in autopilot. And for example, you think you have two seconds and in reality, you have a second and a half. And because you're in the skills-based mode and autopilot, your body already knows that, your mind already knows that. And now they change things up, which means you have to then go into the rules-based mode, change your behavior, which has a higher error rate, which led, in New Jersey at least, to more crashes at some lights. After a couple of really severe crashes, they got rid of these red light cameras. So here is my question. What do we know about zero goal, po goal policies, especially in the workplace, if you are in the safety profession? It leads to the safety professionals being abused, safety people being maligned, and having their careers sabotaged by the workforce. It becomes a very antagonistic working environment. Another consultant, uh, I'm not going to mention his name, I didn't have his permission, mentioned that he didn't know he was so hated until he had to enforce COVID-19 policies that were required by his employer, right? Up until last month, we have had zero goal for COVID being touted in the United States. That's starting to change a little bit. But look at the negative view people now have of government, regulators, people in private industry that enforce mask policies and vaccination policies in their workplace. And that's just a short list. Look at some of the policies that are being implemented in other places around the globe in pursuit of a zero COVID policy. We're talking in Australia. Uh, there are many videos online. Hell, up in Canada, the peaceful Canadians are having widespread protests by truckers, and the truckers are planning on one in the United States. School boards have been overrun with angry people over the mandates and policies. Now let's talk about DOT-related things. What might happen? We all know as policy analysts, by education, I am a policy analyst. The cheapest and the easiest and quickest way of managing things is to go for, with the cheap solution, which is enforcement. The public isn't going to notice 20 years from now, 25 years from now, when their highways are redone, right? and repaved and redesigned, they're not going to notice so much that their redesign is leading to fewer fatalities. Right? We have 
But what do we have? We have enforcement. The public sees enforcement. We've always had enforcement. We've had enforcement a lot of times, so we've never gotten to goal zero anywhere. Maybe a couple of accession uh, of uh, exceptions. There may be some outliers out there, right? Traffic fatalities have been pretty constant. They've been going down since the 1970s slowly. Right, they've been trending downward because we have numerous safety features like seat belts, airbags, uh, car bodies that are meant to crumple up and give way. Right, to just name a few, there's some like 3,000 different things I've heard that cars have today that they didn't have in the 70s and 60s, right, before then, right? So, is war enforcement a good solution? I don't think in this country or elsewhere, throwing more fuel on a fire between people and government and putting them against each other is sustainable. I think it's going to lead to what we call in economics negative externalities. We're not going to be able to totally predict all this stuff, but putting people at odds, that doesn't seem to be a very good solution. And let me say this, I'm always for saving lives. I'm a certified safety professional, among other things. I think every reasonable person is. Hey, I work with people who don't have that belief, believe me, and they're very vocal about it. But we need to have some kind of a broader discussion internally in our organizations and in society in general. Being brutal and forcing compliance on people rarely gets any organization in zero. We're safety professionals. We know that. Getting to zero is always a cultural shift with open discussion and working with people and organizations not fighting with them and within them. We know about error rates, that no matter how safe your working environment is, you're going to have an error somewhere thrown in there. Right? That's how you win the safety war. Designing things safer, working with people, changing culture, getting along with people. That's, and maybe a little bit of enforcement is thrown in there somewhere. And I'm not saying getting rid of uh, human resources, but this is how we win the safety war. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. Are you tired of hiring safety consultants and safety professionals that don't have any passion for what they're doing? How about those who have never worked in the field or done the dirty work? Is there resistance to taking safety training because the training is boring, irrelevant, and unengaging? Are your employees playing a team, college student, or someone on the dark web to take the online safety training for them? Look no further. Safety Wars can come to your facility or do most of the training you need through an online platform at times convenient for you. For more information, call me, Jim Polzel, your Safety Wars host at 845-694-4170. Or you can email me at jim at safetywars.com. Remember, if you've heard this transmission, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, 
recording or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.